Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Phone Box Podcast. I hope you are really well and you've had a lovely week. It's flipping freezing in Birmingham. I'm going to use the phrase, it's bolty. I don't know if that's a Midlands phrase, but it's the phrase I'm going to use. It's flipping Baltic. But I have, I'm going to say a ray of sunshine. A bit of comedic delight on the podcast today. Welcome to the Phone Box podcast, Rena O'Connor. How Hello. are you? I'm good. I'm not too shabby at all now. How are you? I'm good. Is it Baltic where you are and do you use that phrase? Oh, girl, it's Baltic here, yeah, and we do use that phrase, yeah, definitely, Jesus, Baltic, you definitely say that at home, like, um, yeah, it's freezing, it's freezing, it's why I, wonder, I wonder if it's a 90s phrase, or if it's, I don't, you don't hear many people saying it's Baltic anymore. Well, you don't, maybe it is. Maybe we should bring it back. Let's get it trending. I think it's accurate to uh, describe what we're feeling, so why would we not use it's, it and embrace it? Exactly, right, now, where before we get started, where can people find you, because I know you're doing gigs and you're on instagram so tell the people where they can find you well the easiest place is pop to instagram and it's uh, rena o'connor underscore on uh, instagram and facebook and tiktok same and uh, i'm doing a few gigs coming up in london and in luton this year which i'm very terrified and excited about um and yeah that's where you find me yeah she's great you should definitely go on instagram the instagram world can be a little bit um Miserable sometimes, but you do very funny stuff and very relatable. So I liked your one you did the other day about foundation because I literally rock, rock a fair ivory. <laughs> oh, definitely. Well, what is it? What did I say? Was, you know, are you, what's your skin shade? Is it porcelain? No. Is it, you know, are you whiter than a polar bear's arse? No. Is it anemic Victorian with cholera? Uh, isn't going to make it through the winter? That's the one. <laughs> That's I'm always going right down to the bottom right right that's the one and then if I get a bit of a tan I think I'd go up to ivory just a little bit a little bit a little bit color okay right so what year were you 14 oh jeepers so I was born in 1981 so where does that make me in nine you're 94 no 94. 95 95 great yeah. yeah were you I presume you're based in Ireland then what part of Ireland yeah I was home so from County uh, County Kerry a town called Trilly. And uh, that's where I spent all my life up until I was 19. Then I moved up to Dublin and then I came over here then when I was 21 to the UK. Um, so yeah, all the teenage years were in the lovely Trilly County Terry. Oh, lovely. I think I've been, I went on a little, because um, I was talking, Stephen's, my husband's Irish, and we did like a tour of Ireland before we had kids. And I'm sure I went to Trilly. Is it pretty? It's very pretty. Yeah. Really near lots of pretty places. Okay. You like that. So we're really near the beach. So when I was growing up, like it was never the case of, oh, do you want to go to the beach? It was, well, which beach? Which beach oh, do you want to go to? Lovely. It's like 10, 12, 15 beaches within like 10 to half an hour drive. Do you know what I mean? Oh, so nice. We went somewhere where there evidently was a dolphin, a famous dolphin. Oh, Dingle. Yeah, Dingle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's really close. Yeah. Sadly, he wasn't there. We drove all uh-huh. the <laughs> For God's sake, I think it's Fungi. Fungi the dolphin. I think he passed away recently. I think he did. I think yeah. my mother-in-law told me that. Yeah, um, sadly, so I never got to see him. Oh, oh you missed out there. You missed out. <laughs> Let's dedicate this podcast <laughs> to Fungi the dolphin. Okay, so what did you have on your bedroom walls? 
when I was a teenager, two things happened. Once, the first one was I wanted to paint my uh, room the color Nirvana. Nirvana was the color I chose to paint my walls. And it was like this purpley, pale purpley color. And uh, and it wasn't great. It didn't match anything else in the room. But I was like, no, it's Nirvana. And Nirvana are cool. And I like Nirvana. And all the cool boys like Nirvana. So I'm going to paint my wall Nirvana. And then the other thing I did was because I was scared of boys. So I would not have put any picture of a boy on my room. No, no way. Not a picture of a band, not any, no Peter Andre, none of those. Nothing. I would have been scared because if I put a picture of a boy on my wall, that someone might know that I liked boys. And how dare you like boys? How dare how you? How dare I? I mean, that's so, no. So I refuse to that. So what I had on my walls was horses. Lord stealing horses. I used to get like the Horse and Hound magazine or whatever it was called. And I used to rip out the posters from Horse and Hound and it was wallpaper. Uh, literally, you couldn't see. I mean, I don't know why I was so worried about this Nirvana color because you couldn't fucking see it. Just horses. You didn't care that people knew you were obsessed with horses, but you thought, I don't want to. I don't want people to know I like a boy. Um, did you secretly like boys in your head, and but you just couldn't put the poster? On? Yes. Oh my god, I liked all the boys, but I think like you know the way, they, like you know the tiny things that happen to you when you're a teenager or you're a kid, and you're just scarred for life. Like now yeah. if it happens to you, you might bat an eyelid or even if it happens to someone else, you'd be like, gosh, that's not too bad. But like when you're a teenager, any like any interaction with boys, like I remember when I was young, I th- I don't think I was a teenager yet, but like this boy from my estate came over and he with another boy and he was like, um, oh, like, you know, do you want to go out with me? And I was like, uh, okay, all right, yeah, okay. And then, and then he turned around to the boy next to him and he goes, told you. And then they walked away. And then they walked away. Let's find him. Let's find, find him. him. We track him down and absolutely, like, you shave his head or something to make him hard. But he had shave one. his head. And... Yeah, because his hair was his thing. He was like, you know, the Kurt Cobain look. That was his thing. He was fit, so he looks fantastic with the shaved head anyway. But Oh, they're always fit. The wrong ones are always fit. That's well, the problem. I know. So that scared me for life. So then I was like, well, no, I can never admit I like a boy ever again. Ever. So that's why I had horses. <laughs> so I, I went Horses were my I just, safety net They're not going to reject just, me Boys are mean That's Boys are mean I'm telling you So that was like my teenage interaction with boys Like just scarred for life I'm telling you now Yeah I've, I've really tried to with my um my children Say look we need to step away from them. If they like you, they're mean to you. I don't. I don't like that. Like no. plot. I don't want that to be like a, the trope of yeah. your life. If they're mean to you, they're assholes. Yeah. That's 100%. it. Hundred percent. So like, step away. Just just be with people that are nice to you because you always have that like kind of like oh bad boy. Yeah. No, they're assholes. Okay, so in your head, who did you secretly fancy that was famous? Oh my goodness, I think I really like, do you know what I like? I'm not even sure what he looks like anymore, but do you remember the song? Um, It was a song called Jesse by Joshua Caddiston. Now this is a pro- Oh, that is a oh, yeah. oh, I was in love with that song at the piano and there was this video something about her on a beach or something and I was yeah. like it was, uh, I mean, I couldn't even tell you what he looks like, but it was that oh, voice. I couldn't tell you what he looks like, but that yeah, song. That voice, that song, and how he was just like constantly re-falling in love with her and trying not to fall in love with yeah. her because the relationship would ultimately just never work. But he was like, never work. Yeah, we can't be together, Jesse. We can't be, we can't be together. But he was like, okay, we'll just you know, tell me, how's, how's it going to be? 
this dream is gonna come true right and i was like oh he loves her so much i am yeah so that was it was that song for me what else oh i mean obviously john bon jovi I'm going to say, not of, you are coming up with niche crushes. Really? We've not had a John Bon Jovi, Oh, no. my God, definitely John Bon Jovi. not had a John Bon Jovi. I don't think, like, I liked all the boy bands, but I don't think I would ever have admitted to fancying any of them because they were just too, like, it would, I felt like it, I, I just couldn't, I could never go there because I was afraid, like, of constant rejection. Whereas John Bon Jovi was, like, so away. He would never reject me. Yeah, yeah I, see, I thought you were going to say, whether I thought I stood a chance at John Bon Jovi. <laughs> I, there was never a chance I would meet John Bon Jovi and he would fall in love. It was just what he is in a good film. Is he in a film with Sandra Bullock? Is he in oh, a film with somebody where he, he played the carpenter? He was hot in that. Yeah, yes. he played the carpenter. He's got the fucking picture and he's got like denim. I swear. Yeah, and like floppy, floppy hair. hair, proper nineties floppy. Yeah. Oh god, he's fit. Oh Jesus, the buff, absolutely fine. Like absolutely fine. Yeah. I swear to God, yeah, he got me going. He still got it. He's still he's still fit. Oh, he's gorgeous. Isn't his son going out with someone famous now? His son has gone out with someone really famous. I can't. I feel like his son is going out with someone. Yeah. It's not a. It's not one of the. It's not one of the Jenners. I don't know, man. I'm so out of touch. I. It, I. I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> but he definitely is going out. It's not Olivia Rodrigo. I don't know. We'll find out. And I'm going to look what the other man looks like as well. Okay. So yeah. we talked about your bedroom. What music were you into? So I loved, I loved the Beatles and I loved Guns N' Roses and I loved, I mean, I sort of loved everything. I would, I would listen to everything that was in the charts. I did the thing where, you know, you'd have your, um, your tape player and you'd be listening to the radio and you'd like, if you hear a song you like and you press record, you know, it was that I loved all of like the big, anything that was playing in the, like in the day. I loved them all. But yeah, the, the ones that I would listen to on repeat were Guns N' Roses, Bon Jovi, The Beatles. You're quite credible. You're quite really? credible, you know. I do like it. I did have The Beatles, The Red and The Blue album. Yeah. Um, and that's what I just listened to, like, continuously. I think I probably played it to boys to try and look a bit cool as well. I was like, just, yeah, just going to pop The Beatles on, lads. Oh, just going to pop I The Beatles. I wouldn't have any boys in my, anywhere near my house or anywhere to play anything to did you go did you go to a girl's school i didn't i didn't yes yeah, you, you could probably smell it off me yeah i went to like an all-girls catholic school uh and uh we had skirts down to our ankles like it was horrendous and um nice. you know we our sex education was we had like i mean this is this is from a comedy like you wouldn't believe this if it was on fucking father's head but like our sex education was our speech and drama teacher because she was probably you know the most out there one of them all a mrs yeah. tracy and she um she rolled in you know you you'd roll in the t the tv and the video player on the you know because they only had like what two per school or something so they'd roll them in up at the top of the class and press play in the video it was a nun and it was a nun telling us um you know there's you know no sex before practice sex is a gift it's a very special <gasps> gift that you give your husband when you are married it's just a no nothing about it <laughs> it's just it's just a no we just we didn't know anything about we didn't know what penis looked like i remember the first time i ever saw a penis was in um it must have been in some magazine was it like smash hits maybe or something and rage against the machine did like a, a, um like a bottomless photo shoot and they, what, yes. what is uh, what their willies out in smash hits maybe not smash hits but it was like it wasn't like a an adult magazine or anything, yeah. general music magazine, magazine or something, and yeah, and they had their they had their their cactus and uh, 
And and I was like, that's the first time I ever saw a penis. I was like, what the fuck is that? What the fuck? <laughs> like we saw all of them. It wasn't just one penis. I think I saw about five of them. How many? All at one. That's a lot to take in. <laughs> it's overwhelmed with sensory overload. Like, penis there. Oh, God. Oh God. Good job you saw more than one though, because if you saw one, you might have been like, oh, this thing a bit wrong with him. But now you were faced with five, you're like, oh no, that's just a fact. Well, that's it. It's like, well, it must be what's under there then if they all have them, you know. It must be. We didn't really have good sex education. We had to put a condom. <laughs> we had to put, in sixth form, we had to put a condom on, you know, the, the big toothpaste. Yeah. I don't even know if they do family size toothpaste, a condom over that. And we were all just like, oh my God. <laughs> Because obviously it would be our responsibility. Like they go and then you're like, yeah. okay. Another lesson we had. Now this, I don't know if this is an English thing. Did you watch the cartoon about like a nuclear war? Jesus. It was an an old man and an old woman. I know people remember that. And they go into a bunker and there's a a nuclear war and how they survive a nuclear war. (laughs) That was another lesson. We were like, oh. no, no, I don't think we had that. It, it was a Raymond Briggs cartoon, so like the same man that did the snowman it, and stuff. Oh, shit, he, he was doing nuclear war as well. Yeah, just in case, girls, like, just in case we need to be fair, you can put a condom on a toothpaste yeah. and you know what to do if a bomb goes off. Like, but yeah, but there's no bunkers. So you're like, that's great. You know, I'll be fucking digging holes watching a mushroom cloud going, gee, where's the bunker? <laughs> there's no, no flipping bunkers. Okay, so in the hierarchy of school, where were you? Were you like one of the cool kids? Were you a bit nerdy? Oh, no. I think I was sort of probably in the middle. I was very, very attitude Like, I was very... Unless I was around, like, you know, my really good mate, I was very attitude Like, don't fuck with me. Just fuck off and leave me alone. I was very, very, very tip on my shoulder. Very, very attitude But, like, um, no, I was definitely in the middle. Like, I didn't have, like, a huge like group of friends I had maybe two or three friends in school and that was sort of it so like if I wasn't in classes with them I was very much like just leave me on just leave me on around and I used to sit by myself but like no I wasn't like one of the nerdy ones like definitely wasn't part of the cool crew oh sweet god no no so I was definitely sort of in the middle somewhere just floating around trying to like not you know get in anyone's way type scenario that's kind of, do you know what? That's kind of like what I want for my kids. Yeah. Just want to keep your head down, up around a bit, have a few mates. Yeah. That's, that's it really. Yeah. Just yeah, kind of survive. Out. Just get through it. Just get through it. Yeah. I think I did that, like kind of flitted around a little bit, kind of. I wasn't really cool. I did, Um, I tried to make people laugh and that was kind of my ammo to, for friendship. And I think that's probably what I still try and do today really I meet, yeah. meet someone and instantly like go oh my boobs have fallen out or something and they're like we're in a meeting Sorry, this yeah. is really yeah. this is really yeah. weird yeah okay so um what kind of student were you at school what were your favorite subjects I love music anything because I mean I I've got ADHD but I didn't know that at the time obviously because you know reading on you not about those things in the 90s but like um and yes, I loved anything that I found easy, loved it, no problems. I loved music. I quite enjoyed history. I quite enjoyed maths, loved art. I found all those things incredibly easy, no problem. Languages, oh sweet God. Oh my God. It was like banging your head against the wall. I like couldn't do languages for love or money. English, I, if I, again, if I found something boring for my leave search, which is like your A-levels, like you have to do six subjects in in Ireland, you have to do English, Irish, maths, and a language, and whatever, and uh, and and we had to do English. And I was doing the book that we were reading with Emma, and um, 
I never read it. I never, I never ever read it. To the so what did you do in the exam? Did you just bop up and go, well, she's called Emma and she's a girl. I liked it. I don't know what the fuck I did. I completely blanked, but I never read it because like, I don't think we ever read, like we might have read like bits and bobs of it out loud in class, but that's sort of it. I never read it at all because I read it and I was all I heard was like, blah, 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 blah. And there's something about being posh. No, I was like, this is not for anything. What's going on? Don't care about these people. Couldn't invest in the characters. And, uh, and so I never read it. So yeah, loved music. Oh yeah, that was pretty much it. All I wanted to do was music and acting anyway, but you couldn't do acting in school in Ireland. That, that didn't exist. It's quite interesting what you said about the ADHD as well. Like back when we were at school, nobody was nothing. Oh, no. There was no, there was no LGBT, there was nothing. There was no ADHD. There was no, there was just like, there was nothing. No. It, it's so strange, yeah, isn't it? It is. And it's totally changed. I think hopefully for the better. But yeah, we had none of those things. And I don't think I would never, I wouldn't have even been flagged up as anyone with ADHD anyway, because I was sort of like that um, introverted, like, you know, I wouldn't, it wouldn't show it. Inattentive was, was mine rather than like giddy extrovert, like high energy. Yeah. I was always just like, if I liked it, I was into it. And if I was, if I didn't like it, I was like, not even in the room, you know? Yeah, I don't yeah. think it would have been flagged up any. Yeah, hopefully, I think things have hopefully changed a little bit. Right, think- I want to talk clothes now could you where you live get lots of nice fashionable 90s clothes yeah, i mean i still am i don't know anything about fashion i can't it's like i can't figure it out i don't know how to dress my body no matter how many amazing fashion and flurries I, I follow i haven't a clue i don't know anything so i was the same when i was a teenager and i remember my favorite outfit was that i remember it so vividly do you remember joe blogs of course i remember jo- i until you just said it i hadn't thought about it and you've said joe blogs and i'm like Hundred percent remember. But I it. had a bright red XXXL Joe Bloggs t shirt. And I'm only five foot two and I was really small. Yeah. So like and I I wore this XXXL bright red Joe Bloggs t shirt over <laughs> over bright purple lycra cycling shorts. And that was my favourite outfit. I wore it nonstop. If I was not in school, I was in my Joe Bloggs red t shirt. With yeah. the purple cycling shorts, and I thought that this is the one. This was it. What, what we were, what were your feet? What was on your feet? Trainers. I think or... I, I, I think I trainers. Yeah, probably trainers. I imagine, or maybe flip flops. Probably. No, no, I'm sorry, you lost me. At, you lost me at flip flops. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I was thinking oversized shirts, cycling shorts, yeah. trainers, cool. But then when you said flip flops, yeah, I took a step because back. You see, I wouldn't have understood though that you could do trainers with the t-shirt. I wouldn't have understood that. And I would have thought, well, I look like I'm I'm sort of cool. Like I thought flip-flops were cool. So maybe like this sort of make me, yeah, look a bit cool. Because I'm wearing Joe Bloggs and Joe Bloggs is cool, yeah? So. I think yeah. Joe Bloggs is cool. I didn't, I certainly didn't have a Joe Bloggs. I really wanted a Naf Naf top. Oh, no. That was very popular. Yeah. Um, And we were talking yesterday. I was talking to him about Spliffy, which was also. <laughs> no, no, I don't know what that is. Spliffy. Yeah, maybe that was. So it was just, it was just, the brand was Spliffy yeah. and it had a cartoon of a man. Which I didn't really, I didn't understand at the time was holding, you know, a spliff. Oh, I know that. And that's what what people wanted to wear. But we, I didn't know what that was. Like you didn't know what a willy was. No. I didn't know what spliffy meant. No, I was just like, oh, what? No, we didn't want one of them off the market, please, oh. mom. And my mum must have been like, well, what are you talking about, you weirdo? Okay, apart from your flip flops, did you have any other awful fashion faux pas? Oh God, it's like, it's, you know, when you look back and you go, God, we were so, we were so cringe, our little baby selves, we didn't clothes. I love it. Yeah. I wore this um white cropped t-shirt. So it came to like 
it was a really short white crop t-shirt and across my boobs it said <laughs> it said open up with an arrow pointing down <laughs> what what do you think in what do you think in your head you thought it meant or did you know it meant, it meant yeah, something yeah. like a little bit like like uh, like but I did not know that it meant like fucking spread your legs, woman. I didn't know it meant that. I think I would have thought of like open your heart, like a bit of Madonna, that's like it, yeah. that kind of. I thought it, I yeah. knew it was risque, but I did not understand why. And it was for I was going to the disco. I think it was the first disco I've ever been to, and uh, it was down in like Horns Centre, and Horns was like the club and tree that all like the teenagers and the older ones would go to. But I was about fourteen, so it was my first time going, and they had like special like youth disco. And uh, and I was and I wore this like I remember this like little green floaty skirt with it and God knows what I had on my feet I think I had some big brown horrible platforms or something oh God and um and my mom when I was going out the door, my mom was like are you sure you want to wear that oh. are you sure do you like it says that but it's you know with the writing and I was like yeah Tammy on. <laughs> so it with the right, <laughs> she let me go. I don't know how she let me go. I would not let me go. I mean, I get yeah, put it on the top for God's sake. And uh, she let me go. And anyway, and we went and like I had my first kiss, but it was with like it was you know when you're a teenager and they do the the cringe setup like. And in Ireland, what did you call it? We used to call it shifting, like kissing was shifting. You probably had snogging. Was it snog- yeah, we had snogging. Yeah, yeah we sh- snogging. It was shifting in in truly anyway, and it was like um. You know, someone would come over and they go, oh, "Do you want? Do you want to shift him?" And 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 you'd be like, "Well, I don't know." Yeah, and he said, "Oh, he wants to shift you." And you'd be like, "Okay, all right, yeah." And I played it cool, like you know, it's, I'm I'm no problem. And so then there was like this little room where they stored all the beer barrels, and I don't know how we had access to the storage beer barrels room. But anyway, myself and was like a guy called Jonathan, can't remember his second name, and uh, myself and Jonathan went over like into the room with the barrels of beer. And we stood behind the bars of the beer. And of course, everyone was like peeking around the door, being like, Yeah. Like, Trina and Jonathan. And so you have to dog your first kids with an audience. Like, so oh. cringe. It's so cringe. And then we were sort of standing there. And I'm I'm guessing it was his first kiss too, because neither of us sort of knew what to do. We were just standing there looking at each other. And then I think I said, So, like, do you want to do it, I? <laughs> so it's like horrible cringe. In your top, do you want to do it? Like, do we did, and it was just oh, you know, when you just remember and you got all the sweetness and the cuteness, but at the time it was just the cringiest thing. And then we left the room with the barrels, and I never looked at him again. You were like, "That's it, thanks, peace out." (laughs) That was it. Thanks, good luck now. See you. Have a nice life. I would forever be embarrassed by this moment to never acknowledge it happened ever again. Have you ever? Have you ever seen him on Facebook or anything? No. No. Oh, I think like. We, I think I, we sort of knew each other. That crowd of people knew each other through horse riding because we used to go out to the local horse riding centre. And I think, so he, but he wasn't from there. I think he was like, you know, from somewhere very glamorous, like Ballybunion <laughs> or something. He was from somewhere far away from Tralee, you know. So I wouldn't have seen him. No. And I don't know. I can't remember his second name. So I know <gasps> I remember he was blonde. What a That's man of mystery, blonde, blonde Jonathan. I, if you're listening... <laughs> <laughs> Look me up. Right in. <laughs> okay, so what do you think your biggest success at school was? I do remember um, the only, I mean, for me, the only time I ever felt like I was good at anything when I was, was when I was doing music. 
or something like that. So I always enjoyed that. Anything else, I was a bit like, oh, although I did have a fantastic success at like t- terrorizing my French teacher. And um, everyone used to be, everyone used to be like, oh my God, Katrina has gone up, promises not no one again. Because sorry, my real name is Katrina. Yeah. But when I became an, when I became an actor, I couldn't get my name. You have to like apply for your name through equity. And uh, someone else was called Katrina O'Connor. Oh, so I had to talk I know. And I never, I, like, she's not even around. She's so famous. What a her. loser. For <laughs> the sake, Trina, whoever you are. So that bitch is walking around there with my name. And yeah, so I had to chop off the CAT, and that's why I'm Rena instead of Katrina. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's why I'm saying, Katrina, I used to, I used to hate French so much. And Mrs. Nolan was such, like, such a sweet, kind, quiet little woman. But she used to always try and make me do things that I was absolutely not wanting to do. So we would always clash. And then there was another, another, our history teacher was called Sister Joan. And then I became Sister Joan's nemesis because she used to make us like learn off by heart all the paragraphs at the end of each history chapter. And we'd have to learn off by heart and stand up at random and she'd give you a random verse. And I was like, well, this is fucking ridiculous. Why am I having to learn an entire chapter? No sense. So I would learn it. And then she'd, she'd make, she'd make you stand for the rest of the class and I wouldn't stand. I'd like be sitting on the desk or standing on the desk or like sitting on the floor and they'd be like, oh my God. Because I want Sister Joan. How did I get picked off today? So became minorly famous for Sister Joan and Sister Poor, poor Mrs. Nolan. I don't feel sorry for Sister Joan because she was like, my mo- the way my mom puts it, she was a bull of a woman. She was a bull. She was a bull of a woman. Like, she couldn't give a shit. Like she was, she was, I wasn't keeping her up at night. Do you know what I mean? That was just a day in her life. She couldn't care. Whereas poor old Mrs. Nolan. Oh, she was, she was a quiet. I mean, I wasn't awful. But I definitely wasn't doing what I was told yeah, in French class. Teachers at my school also, I think, were approximately 110 years old. I can't. I can't. <laughs> maybe they weren't. Maybe they were literally 35. And I, I'm. I'm... They, they were 35. <laughs> they were. They were 35. Probably like some of them were 28. <laughs> and we thought they were like archaic. We, were like, oh, God, we did a lot of dictation at our school. Did you ever do dictation? <laughs> so no. literally, you'd have. Um, Mrs. Griffiths or Mrs. Brown, they'd just read out the Bible and you just write down, that's not good. That's not a good teacher method. <laughs> I mean, if, I'd say if they wanted an easy day. <laughs> yeah, today we're just going to read out Mark. And you're like, but then again, I became an RE teacher. So it must have. <laughs> you. Yeah, it must have worked. I know that about you. You were a teacher. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was an RE teacher until I started to do this full time. So it must have been. And I will say, um, the teacher who was my RE teacher, I wrote to her when I was like in my mid twenties and saying, "I I want to be a teacher. Have you got any advice?" And she wrote me a really nice letter back. So that was. Oh, that's really sweet. <laughs> that is really it is yeah. Also, that was like a really weird thing for me to do. <laughs> right to my. She probably was like, oh, "Got a letter from it, a stalker." <laughs> I think she would have been really flattered because I think no matter what you do in life, no matter what, what work you do, you like to feel seen and you like to feel like you're gonna you're making a difference, you're making some little bit of impact. So I imagine yeah. she was quite flattered. Yeah, she was she was really nice. Okay. So what was your absolute biggest teenage flop? Apart from the kiss, it still makes you cringe today. Oh god, what was it? Oh, I think like it's a, it, uh, a teenage flop. I think it's probably oh. Oh, there's there's one. Oh, there's two. I've got two. I've got two awful ones. I think one of them is like like it, it's sort of like a one of my first ever performance faux pas as well. So we did this school play called Love from Judy, and I had this like small part in it, and I had only one song, and I was like, oh, I've only got one song, and it was a duet with this other lovely girl. 
And she was playing a boy and I was playing a girl because we don't, it was all a girl's school. And we did it. And anyway, we were doing it like live on stage one night. And uh, and she she went flat. She sat, she sang the wrong thing. And uh, and I, I mean, talk about a horrible thing. It was a really shitty thing of me to do. But I did it, I did it in the moment without thinking. And there's something you should never, ever do on stage. And is that I, I commented on the mistake with my look. I did a look. I did a like a, I did a face. I did a like, oh, oh, what was that kind of a face? And people laughed. And it was so, I, I so regret it to this day. I, I threw her under the bus. Her name was Orna. And I fucking threw her under the bus with my facial comment on her going wrong and yeah. wrong. And then they fucking cut the song. They cut the song. So I had no song of the show. And I would like talk about shooting yourself in the foot right now. Like I shot myself in the foot. They took, and I remember like, being traumatized but i knew it was my own fault it was my own fault that one no i think it's more the fact that the girl couldn't sing it not that you're you gave a bit of a dirty look i shouldn't have commented it was nasty and then oh but i should have done it no but i i I think you're being very hard on yourself it was a physical reaction you couldn't help it and you're just like like that it's apps did you know i tell you what we did at our school you're we were drafted into the boys' school to play the girls. Oh my god! Oh my god! Isn't that the most exciting thing you've ever heard? So yeah. Excited. I would. I would have been dying of excitement. Oh my god! The hormones. The hormones must have been flying all over the room. Yeah. So we used to have to. So they'd be like, they'd be doing Grease or Guys and Dolls, and they would draft us in, and we'd have to go over to the boys. Oh my god! I would have died. Oh my I would god! Have so happy. I would have been. So- oh my god! I was so happy, and I just was paid. Like the crappiest littlest part just to get in with the boys got what it was to be honest, I'm never gonna reach that high again. That was the best time yeah. of my life. <laughs> that is that is actually incredible. I remember I were only sighting up the boys' school. So there was like ours was presentation and we were next to like this big park and their school was called the Green School. And um because it was down the green, the park was called Green. It was down the green, and then they used to walk past our school to go into town on their lunch break and they finished like maybe 20 minutes before us. And so we would be, it was like a zoo. We were just looking. You were like howling yeah. at them. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like a punting. <laughs> it's just like, oh my God, did you see there? Like, you know, John just passed there, John with his cool coat. And uh, and yes, yeah, so we'd just be like, and trying to do class, but staring out the window at the boys passing and they pretending they were looking at us like, oh my God. We were so desperate, we're weren't we? We were animals. We were caged animals. <laughs> oh my God. I wonder about, I'd love, I'd, I, I need to get a boy on who's been to, well, a man that's been to a boys' school because I'd love to know from their perspective what they thought of these absolute desperate teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> Girls. It's crazy. Like, I'm so happy that my sons are in mixed schools because I just think it, it creates like these, these otherness of like these creatures, these like ethereal creatures, these boys. What are they? What do they do? What are they like? Do you know what I mean? Where, so I sent a clue. I was like, you know, no, no boys were my friends for years. Like, and uh, they were just like these foreign things. The aliens, they might sort of been aliens. Would yeah, I knew one. I've talked about it before how I went to university and was in rooms with boys. And I was like, <laughs> it's like, and even now I'm like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, most of the boys that I ended up with were gay because they were, I, when I went to theater school, like, because I was when I left school, I was then onto theatre stuff. So all my friends were were gay men, the majority of them. Uh, I did philosophy, so they were all just asses. Boys who do philosophy are like, can, let me tell you, no, oh, no, well, let me play you this song, and no, bore oh, off. I don't want to hear all your rubbish, rubbish music. Okay, so what would you say to yourself if you could go back in time? Oh, I would say, um, 
do more of what I love, I think, and don't cringe away from it. And don't, I think I stopped. I think when I was, when I was a teenager, I used to write a lot of music and I used to write songs. And then, and I would only share them with like a couple of friends, but there was one day where um, we were out because I used to be in musical society. Truly musical society was my favorite thing in the whole world. Oh my God, I loved Truly Musical Society so much. And uh, we were out on a night out after and then someone had a guitar and they were like, oh, really, you write songs? Go up and do a few songs. So I did. Oh, oh God, to be a teenager is so hard. And I did. And I went up and I sang my song and it was called The Devil's Grin. The Devil's Grin. The I mean, devils. I can hear it. I can hear it now. It was like, as I look in the devil's mirror, he winked at me. I mean... <laughs> Oh God! Oh my God! But uh, however, Taylor Swift has a line that he looks up grinning like a devil. Did she oh steal it God, from you? Did I mean, she steal it from you? Was she there? Did she have somebody there? You <laughs> might have. I'm going to take that one. I'm going to take that one. Thank you for validating my teenage songwriting self, Emma. And uh, but anyway, I came down after singing the song, and there was like two people. They were laughing at me, and they were like, "I can't believe you did that! I can't believe you're going to do that!" And then I never wrote a song again until I was like in my thirties. I so hate I, those people. I, I hate those people. So I would go and I would tell myself, just stop being embarrassed. Stop being embarrassed by if, and your, your very existence. Yeah. But I think we were all embarrassed by our very existence. I don't know. I don't know. And nobody's come on and been like, do you know what? I was an absolute legend. Not one person said that. No. What, what, weren't we just, it's just torturous being a teenager. It's so hard. It is, and even like, how old are your children? You're eight and four. Eight and four. Yeah, because I've got a teenager now, and it's still hard now. Like, it's nothing's nothing's changed. It's just, are you glad you grew up then, or do you wish you were a teenager now with like social media and stuff? Oh no, I think, I mean, you know, everyone's going to say their their journey was potentially better, but like, I think we were better off without social media, right? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I think what really scares me is things like WhatsApp groups, like among teenagers. That sort of terrifies me because the othering that can go on, like in general groups as a teenager, is really scary. And imagine like putting that onto a a, a platform where they can access you all the time. Like there's yeah, okay, you can't just go home and switch off. It's there all the time. So yeah, it sort of really scares me for for my kids. Yeah, we've both of mine have got phones now. My my little my youngest just got one for his eleventh birthday, and I learnt my lesson. I took I actually they don't have their phones in their room yeah. at, after eight because some of these crazy kids are FaceTiming on WhatsApp at like two o'clock in the morning. You're like, what? Let's get some like, yeah, no. And actually, my um the my oldest was so relieved because it meant that she could say to them. Sorry, I didn't take your call or sorry, I didn't reply because my mum said, I can't. So like yeah. the onus goes onto me now. Like my mum says, like, I can't. So she can just relax in her bedroom and, you know, not yeah. worry about yeah. people constantly messaging and sending yeah. gifts of cats. They just kept sending cats, 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 cats for like hours. And she's like, I can't keep up with replying to the cats. Exactly. Oh my God. It's impossible. So I think I will be doing all of those things. And, you know, just, just, oh, yeah, locking it down as much as humanly possible while trying to give them a little bit of freedom and a little bit of like, t- It oh, is, it is, um, the freedom bit is terrifying. I like yeah. it is so, 
it is really, really hard. It, it's one of the hardest things. I mean, but then um, I had so much freedom when I was younger. Well, like, yeah, <laughs> just popping about here, there, everywhere. Yeah, we did, and we were able to walk down into town and do our own thing. Like, but I do remember, like, you know, just when you think about the innocence, like the little skills that they don't have that we're not even going to know, like until they encounter them, because you can't think of everything. But I remember the first time going into town by myself with my friends. I mean, it must have been twelve-ish, twelve or thirteen. And um, we went into the Allegro restaurant, which is like, you know, just the little chill out restaurant in Tralee. We went in there. Um, but then I would say to my mom before I went, I was like, but like, am I allowed to go in there? Like, mom, am I allowed? Like, do you have, do you not have to be like a grown up or with a grown up? Like, will they allow me in with my friends? And I was like, of course they will. Of course they will. You know, when you just don't know, like. It's so, it was my teaching my daughter how to, to like put her hand out so like a bu- she knew the bus was could stop at the bus stop like she was like but what if car like if I, what if I put my hand out and just cars think I want to get in their car I'm like well that's not really how it that's not yeah. really and if that happens run yeah, that was exactly <laughs> run the other direction we don't want them stopping so I have a scream I'm like stranger da- all the time with my kids I'm like stranger danger they're everywhere they're everywhere <laughs> run <laughs> oh my god it's so, it's so scary cheaper the book oh my god but yeah, the thing when you just the thing that you don't know. There's so many things that you just you just yeah can't know everything. No, you can't. It is terrifying. But Rena, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. It has been a delight to talk to you. And I will leave all your links in the description so you can definitely go and check her out. Thanks so much for listening. We have another fab episode coming up next week. Before, be sure to go and follow me on From Memory of Two and also the Phone Box podcast where we do polls and chats and. I want, what was the name of the man that you fancied? Because I want people to message me if they fancied him too. Joshua Caddiston. Joshua Caddiston. Yeah. And also, did you have a Joe Bloggs top? Please, they're, <laughs> they're what you need to mes- message us because we want to know. And you can message her as well. No <laughs> reference, just a picture of you and your Joe Bloggs top. Please do. Well, thanks so much for coming on and I will see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.